time. Thank you for joining us this morning to pray. I want you to know that our God answers prayer. We are not just praying to our ceiling. We are praying to the God who have ears to hear, the God who can move his hand, the God who have a leg, the God who have mouth is the living God, is alive. I wanted to mute the device and scream it. My God is alive. My God is alive. I serve a living God. I serve a living God. dead God. Have a living God. Amen. Brethren, we must know this that we serve a living God. The God who is alive. God is alive, and that's why we are alive. And God cannot die. And so I decree into your life, you will live. You will not die in the name of Jesus. Amen. You and your household will live. You will not die in Jesus' name. Amen. Please turn your Bible with me to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 63. I will read from verse from verses five, uh, 6 to 11, Psalm 63, from verses 6 to 11. Uh, you can mute your devices, and then we are, we are going to read together, but you can mute your devices. Psalm 63, 6 to 11. And we thank God for all that amazing testimony. Greater testimonies await each one of you today as you appear before God in Jesus' name. Amen. Every pending application will be speedy up and there will be testimonies in Jesus' name. Now, when I remember, want to go, when I, remem when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, verse 7, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followed hard after thee, thy right hand upholded me. But those that seek my soul to destroy shall go into the lower part of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speaketh lies shall be stopped. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The mouth of them that speaketh lies shall be stopped. Uh, this morning, please turn your Bible with me again um, to the book of John chapter 13. John chapter 13. Yesterday, we, we read from verses 1 up to 7. And so we'll continue from where we stopped. Uh, we began by looking at a series yesterday titled, Jesus, Our Living Example. Jesus, Our Living Example. I want you to know that um, some, you know, sometimes because maybe we love someone or we admire them or could be a man of God, you could be a politician, you could be a scientist, you could be a professor, you could be a teacher, you could be an engineer, any profession. Uh, the people that we admire, 
Now, consciously or consciously, we begin to we begin to behave like them. We begin to manifest. In fact, we begin to even demonstrate some of their mannerisms, the way they speak, the way they talk, the way they pray. If it is Christians or men of God, the way they preach, and so on. Uh, again, for as long as it's a good example, that is fine. There's nothing wrong in emulating good things. However, we have a perfect example for each one of us to follow. And that example, God has made him a pattern of good work, a pattern to follow. You see, he's spotless in everything. And we are to follow his footsteps. And that person is Jesus Christ. Now, uh, so yesterday we began by looking at this study. Now, in verse 8, Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said unto him, said to him, He that is washed needed not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit, and ye are clean, but not all. Does anyone have message translation or living translation or amplify that will, that will read that verse 10 for us quickly? Message translation amplified. John 13, verse 10. John 13, verse 10. Message amplified. Living translation. It said, Jesus said unto him, He that is washed needed not, not save to wash his feet, but is clean every week. And ye are clean, but not all. Go ahead. John chapter 13, verse 10, Amplified Version. Jesus said to him, Anyone who has better needs only to wash his feet, and is completely clean. And you, my disciple, are clean, but not all of you. Okay, Amplified. Do we have message? Yes, sir. John chapter, chapter 13, verse 10, Message. Jesus said, if you've had a bath in the morning, you only need your feet washed now and you are clean from head to toe. Hmm. Is that all? Oh, sorry. And it said, my concern, you understand, is holiness, not hygiene. So now you are clean. Hmm. My concern is holiness, not hygiene. Wow. Thank you. Now, it said... He said, but not all, but not all. My prayer is this. When the Lord will begin to count people that are holy in Jesus' house, in the body of Christ, you will be one of them. I will be one of them in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, but not all, not all, not all, not all. Christ, our living example, we are going somewhere. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, ye are not all clean. 
Brethren, the Christian race is a personal race. But each one of us must walk our way to pleasing God, to living a perfect life. Now that we are in a season of restoration, our restoration is an ongoing thing. It's not, it's not, it's not a static thing. You are being restored. We are still in the process of being restored. Testimonies are still coming. But we must all be clean before God. That message translation said, you know what it means? Some people can look very elegant in the physical, looking radiant and so on. But, but they are very unclean before God. So message is trying to tell us that um, it's not just about physical hygiene, but also it's about you know, purity. It's about holiness before God. Now, Jesus Christ showed us a pattern of good work in this story. And the story that we the, the lesson here is that Jesus knew that his time was coming. His time, his departure was at hand. And so he wanted to show us another example. And then he called the disciples together and decided to wash their feet. So he had the basin and he had a towel and he also had water. Now, what Jesus Christ said, when, what, when Peter responded to him and said, no, you, you are not going to wash. Now, Peter said that because Peter felt that how can a whole Jesus wash my feet? So Peter didn't say that out of arrogance. He wasn't saying it because he was feeling to be known, but it was simply Peter felt within him that how can my own, my Lord, the Savior, the creator of heaven and earth, bend down and wash my dirty feet? And so that was the feeling of Peter. And then you will see what Jesus Christ said. Well, you don't know what I'm doing. If you know what I'm doing, you better give me your leg. Let me wash your leg for you. Now, Jesus was not saying that. The reason why Jesus Christ said, you don't know what I'm doing, and you don't have to pass with me if I don't wash your feet, is that. He says, see, what I'm doing to you now is an example. So when I am gone, I want you to follow the same pattern. And so that's why Jesus Christ is the pattern of good work. He washes now. He says that he that is washed needed not save, needed not save to wash his feet. So that means that if somebody has finished bathing, what is the essence again of the, you know of, of washing his feet or you know bathing the second time? No. So Jesus Christ was saying that what I'm doing now, do it. It looked like a physical thing. But it's not just physical, it's spiritual. I'm also purifying each one of you. So Jesus Christ was purifying the disciples. Then he now said, even though as I'm washing your feet now, it is not all of you that are clean. Or there is at least somebody that is not clean among you. Brethren, are you clean before God? I don't mean physical appearance now. You might look, you know, radiant and so on. But are you clean in the sight of God? Is your heart clean before God? Are your ways clean before God? Are your thought process clean before God? Oh, people may see you that, oh, you're a clean brother, you're a clean sister. But then what is God saying? What is the report of Christ? So you must ask Christ, show me your own report concerning my life. So that when rapture comes, 
I will be among those that will appear before you, that will be raptured. Now, we mentioned yesterday, Jesus Christ was a pattern of example in what? We, we read in the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 yesterday, about how, you know, we are justified. The words of our mouth, you know, if we are going to give account of it every I do word. Jesus Christ does not joke with words. And so each one of us, we must not joke with words. Because Jesus Christ was a pattern of good work. Is an example. Now, because it's an example for us to follow, we must speak like the way he speaks. In words, when he may say something, Jesus will bring it to pass. Now, we must be that pattern of good work because we are representing him. Also, in Matthew chapter 17, if you are in Matthew chapter 17, I want you to read uh, verse 27. Matthew 17, anybody can read if you are there. Matthew 17, if you are not sleeping, you can read for us. And if you are sleeping, Matthew, the door will wake you up. Matthew 17, verses 27, notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go down to the sea and cast an hook and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money that take and give unto them for me and thee. Amen. Amen. So what is the number two examples or pattern of Jesus there? He was a man of indeed in words. So he was a man of words and then also indeed. That indeed is actions. 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 We are to be a pattern of good works in words and in deeds. Don't say, oh, I'm going to walk. And you will not walk. Don't say you're looking for a job yet, or you are doing, you're sleeping under your blanket morning to evening. No, you have to be a man, a Christian, a child of God that is full of actions. Our love for God must be in deeds. Our love for one another must be indeed. It must not just be a promissory note. It must be in action. Jesus Christ was confronted to pay tax with his disciples. And Jesus Christ said, well, don't let us offend them so that they won't have anything against us. Go, go and catch fish. Why did Jesus send people that were, you know, that, that he sent? Because they were fishermen. Your experiences where you are working now, your experiences in your studies, your profession, your career, whatever you do now, Jesus will leverage on them one day, even to bring glory to his name. And that's why, that's why we must intensify prayer. This morning, God was opening my eyes concerning the inhabitant, the, the first nation community of this land again. And one of the things is that God says the reason why they, they, you know, they, they are continuing in perpetual poverty is because they have refused to walk. People don't understand that there is blessing in walking. You see, if all you do, you depend on social welfare. And I don't want any one of us to have that kind of thinking. Uh, if, you, if all you do is to depend on social welfare, where welfareism is good, but what it means is that you are feeding on other people's wealth, or other people's labor. 
And so when the blessing comes, God don't bless welfareism. People sitting on welfare, no. Now he blesses people that produce the money. That is the simple law of God. And so the people of the land, one of the reasons why we must continue to pray for them and share Christ is that how can a grown-up man like me, all he does is wake up, drink alcohol, go about this and that and that and that. They keep breeding children, children they cannot take care of, and so on. And you know, the surprising thing is that now we now see immigrants or people that were brought from war-torn nations now continue to live on, on, on welfareism. Why am I saying this? Because it's a practical matter. When we had the open field to say, there was a young man from my color who immigrated, who came in, you know, he said 25 years ago. I asked him, a huge man, he said he just came out from prison. I said, so what are you doing now for a living? He said, nothing. I said, why don't, don't you go and walk? You are looking healthy. He said, no. He said, he's not looking healthy. That he's on, that he's, he's on disability. How can a, 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 a huge, strong man like that be waking up from morning to evening and all he does is sit down in, in the field and be watching? No wonder depression could set him. Brethren, we must be people indeed. Yes, we thank God for the community or the nation where we're fairizing, support is good. There's nothing wrong in that. But we must also not encourage laziness. People must learn to work with their hands. People must learn to engage their, see, when you engage your hand, you are more productive. You think more productively. Now, have you seen anybody who all he does is just sit down and sleep, eat and sleep, and is ever productive? No. No. There's no productivity in idleness. There's no productivity in idleness. Productivity is in when we walk, when we are diligent in our work. So Jesus Christ, our pattern of example, Jesus Christ, when they, they approached them for task, he did. You are holding somebody money. Be a Christian indeed. Pay them back if you have the money. If you don't have, let them know you don't have. We must be people indeed. Oh, you loan something from somebody and it is time to repay. Please pay it back. We must be Christian indeed, not just in word alone. Uh, you know, in your place of work, don't give, uh, don't say you are sick and you are not sick. No, don't bring costs upon yourself. We must be Christian indeed. And this is it. That's why we're looking at Christ, our living example. Now that we are in a season of restoration, beloved, each one of us must be Christian indeed. The indeed there is action. Don't just be somebody who say, I will do this, I will do that. That thing you have been procrastinating for a long time. You will clean your house. You will wash your clothes. Uh, you will apply for that job. You will register for that course. Oh, you will call that grammar. Oh, you would, you would, you would do this one. When are you going to take action and do it? There is no time. Everything in our life and the agenda of God is in faces. So if God have ordained you, you get married at this time, get married, have kids, go on, do this one, do this one, do this one, because he has greater things ahead. 
And my prayer for you is that as you go out today, the grace to be a Christian that is indeed, that is an action. The Lord will give unto us in the name of Jesus. So brethren, I don't want any one of us to fall into the trap of I'm going to live on where fair is. No, we are to be a blessing to nation. We are to be a blessing to nation. I know of you know, somebody from abroad where we came from. He lost his job at the time. And then he applied for EI and he said he wasn't going back to work again. We said, what happened? He said, well, he doesn't need uh, this, this EI. No, you can't be a blessing that way. You can't be a blessing to the world by living on that. No, because even the stipend they give you, how much is that enough to even for your needs? Not to talk about being flowing. And God says that we shall be a blessing to the world. I want you to bow down your head this morning, wherever you may be. The word of God has come to you and I. What is one thing God wants you to keep in mind as you set out for today? Be a Christian indeed. You want to apply for a job, stop postponing it. Do it now. You want to study your, your book for that exam? Do it now. Be a Christian indeed. Bow down your head. I appreciate him for the word that you have had this morning. Give him the glory. Jesus was a practical man. He was a practical man. He demonstrated it practically. Give him the glory this morning. I appreciate him for his word. Because God knew what he was going to do. He knew that your restoration has not stopped. Give him glory. Now you are here this morning. You have not invited Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior. I want you to accept him this morning as your Lord and Savior. Ask him to have mercy on you. Raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, help me to be an example, a good example. And keep me to the end in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, we have three prayers to pray. And I'd like each one of us to please unmute your devices as we pray. You are going to pray and say, Father. Father. I wanted to pray. I know we are more than one. We are more than 20. You are going to say, Father. Father. Please make me a living example. Please make me a living example. In my family. In your church. In your church. And to the whole world. In the whole world. You know what it means? You want to be a Amen. You might not know everything.
Nobody knows. I don't know everything, no. Please. I don't even know anything. I'm learning. You may not know anything, but at least there must be one thing people know you that you are good at. Please, what is it that you are good at? You might not, don't compare yourself with brother A, sister B. All you need to do is, what is it that you are good at? Maybe in your place of work, they, they know you are somebody who greets everybody. Keep up that good work. Maybe you are known with somebody, oh, when you clean, oh, in fact, they will see your signature. Keep. You might not be good at everything, but there's one thing you are good at. Find that one thing and keep at it. And God will use that to continue to restore you in the name of Jesus. Your, mm -hmm. your second prayer point, you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, Father. Father. grant me the grace to be a man, a woman of action. In the name of Jesus, help me to be able to, 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 to put to work everything that I'm supposed to do. I'm no longer to pray this morning you are going to lift up your voice we are going to pray for the inhabitants of the land not just the enforced nation there are we have many others now I can mention there are people of our color, people from abroad who are also joining them now in that. No, if you are healthy, and it's a prayer that everybody will be healthy. If you are healthy, go find a work to do. Find something you can do that will, you know, that will make you a blessing to the world. You are going to pray and say, Father, open the eyes of the inhabitants of this nation, open the eyes of the first nation community, Open their eyes and help them to see yeah, what you need to do for them to be free from poverty, for them to be free from lack, for them to be free from penury. In the name of Jesus, Father, help them to walk with their hand. That's the simple prayer point. Open their eyes that they may walk with their hand. The majority of them are not walking. There are only two of them that are walking. Pray and say, Lord, open their eyes. God, there is no blessing in the hand of the one that just the Bible says it's more blessed to be when you walk and government gets justice. If you start asking to help the needy, that means when God will bless, God will the blessing flow from your house. But if all you are doing is not giving it to the people, then there's no blessing with the people. There's only blessing with the people now. Father, help them, Lord, to be able to take the hand and walk. Jesus, amen. I wanted to stretch forth your hand, ancient of days, this morning. I thank you for the word which we have had. Christ, you are our living example, and you are showing us the pattern of good work that we must follow. This morning, you have shown us again, you wash the disciples' feet, and you want us to also wash each other's feet. You demonstrated it practically. This morning, Father, we pray for grace to be people of words and also in deeds. Lord Jesus, I ask this morning, 
is there any area where any one of us might be lacking where the things we are supposed to do we have been postponing it lord i pray this morning let there be fresh release of grace in this season mm-hmm. of restoration in the name of jesus Amen. as you are get the power of the lord will restore all your blessings in the name of jesus Amen. job you did not apply for is coming to look for you in the name of jesus Amen. Amen. have a willing heart to walk. Maybe you, maybe for some reason the walk, the walk today will come find you in the name of Jesus. Inhabitant of the land, the Lord will open their eyes in the name of Jesus. As for us as a church, as family, we are blessing to nation and we receive the grace to be a blessing to nation, to flow to nations of the world in the name of Jesus. Thank you, of this for answer prayer in Jesus' name.